Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Spinning Thoughts podcast. I'm Angelo Gargaro. I'm joined with Mr. Brandon Robertson. Hello, hello, hello folks. Good to be here. So, episode two is called Protest Podcast. We're naming this after Green Day's brand new album that just released on Friday, October the 7th called Revolution Radio. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but first... The opening track to episode two here today was a song called Drunken Lazy Bastard by the Mahones. Brandon, uh, fill in the listeners as to why we wanted to almost give this tribute uh, to uh, the Mahones. It's a a horribly sad story. Um, So to kind of start this story uh, with our relationship with the Mahones, uh, the Even Three, the band that Angelo and I play in, uh, booked our first gig at, at the Altar Bar here in Pittsburgh with the Mahones. Uh, they're a Celtic rock band from Kingston, Ontario. Um, always very, very kind to us. Um, we consider uh, the Mahones very good friends of the Even Three. Absolutely. Um, and Finney McConnell, he is the vocalist and guitar player, front man of the Mahones, uh, tragically lost his mother on October 3rd uh, in a horrible accident after leaving uh, the stage of a festival that she helped to coordinate. Um, and she, she's been doing this for a lot of decades. She's contributed a lot to traditional Irish music, putting on these big fairs, festivals, concerts. Uh, she was retired. They needed somebody last minute. She, of course, went in and put all this together in her 80s. Extremely diligent to, to helping rock and roll. And, you know, wonderful, wonderful lady. Um, she was on stage actually uh, receiving an award for all of her efforts and hard work to put this festival on, um, this this huge event. And, and uh, I'm not sure of the details of, of the accident, but um, she clearly suffered fatal injuries um, and died in the arms of Finney. So uh, we wanted to play that song as, as tribute to Finney, um, to Finney's mother. Uh, we just want you to know we're thinking about you and we're terribly Family, sorry. the friends, the Mahones. And one of the most beautiful things about music is it lasts forever. The impact that she had in the music world, especially within Irish traditional music, mm-hmm. she may be gone, but the impact that she had will last forever. And our hearts and thoughts and condolences go out to everyone affiliated with Finney his mother, the Mahones, and Irish music uh, absolutely, in general. So, last week we were not able to do our weekly podcast, uh, and for good reason, though. Brandon has just gotten married, so congratulations, I Brandon. I did, thank you, thank you, I appreciate that. So last weekend we were up near Erie, Pennsylvania. Brandon and his now wife, Julie Shreve, had an absolutely amazing, beautiful Julie wedding. Julie Robertson. No. Oh yeah, you're right. See, I, I got to get some mm-hmm. getting used to on that. They had a great, a great, beautiful wedding. Brandon, just fill us in a little bit on on what it was like for you. Well, Julie <clears throat> put in a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, a lot of personalization. Yeah. Um, that really made the day unforgettable for me. Um, Everybody. Obviously, number one, I get to marry uh, the woman that I love, but number two, um, just. From every little detail, I mean, it was just unforgettable, and I'm glad you had a good time, too. Uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, being one of my groomsmen. That that really meant a lot to me. Hey, it was an honor, man. So, great time there. We're going to be back on our weekly schedule for the podcast this past week. 
Brandon, you actually went on your uh, honeymoon to one of your favorite cities in the world. I did. Um, many of you <clears throat> don't know, uh, but my wedding actually was New York themed. Uh, and that's because Julie and I both love New York. Um, we've been together numerous times. Uh, I proposed to right. Julie in New York in Times Square. Um, like I said, the wedding was themed New York. We absolutely love New York. So. What was the restaurant that you proposed her at? It's called Paul's on now, Times Square. It, it was kind of funny because right before you were leaving to go there, you were saying how you wanted to go to dinner there again on the honeymoon because you really couldn't enjoy the food the first because time. you were so nervous mm -hmm. and worked up. Did you yeah. end up going back there? We did, and it was fantastic. What'd you get? Uh, well, uh, basically, we had this deal where we each got an appetizer and a pasta okay. dish. Uh, the appetizers we chose calamari. Very good. And then um, they had this this pizza that was made with uh, prosciutto and uh, yeah. fig jam and arugula. Oh man, it was mind blowing. Fantastic. Sounds great. Um, and then I got some pasta, some bolognese. Uh, Is that how you say it? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Um, and it had lamb. Wow. Um, veal. The whole farm. Oh, man. Fantastic. The whole farm was, was there. excellent. So, Brandon, what is what is the allure to New York City? I know it's a city that has anything anyone could ever want. Infinite, yeah. To keep within the theme of our music-themed podcast, talk to me a little bit about the music vibes of New York City. Well, to start off, uh, I've been involved in theater since I was in fourth grade, I did my first play. Uh, I still do musicals. Um, obviously, music's a huge part of my life, not only with my band, but in the theater world as well. Um, so, number one, the, the theater in New York is incredible. It's what all, they're really known for. Yeah, all of the best uh, actors, musicians, that's where they go to, to be on the top is Broadway. A lot of... <clears throat> the most iconic musicians mm -hmm. called New York their home, whether they were born there or not. Right. Two that you and I absolutely love and, and hold to the highest regard and respect in music. Lou Reed. Lou Reed and John Lennon. Yep. What is it that New York City provides to let these artists thrive there versus other places? I think the easiest thing to point out would be the population. Uh, just because of the sheer number of people, you're bound to have um, the the best artists, or, or I don't want to say the best, but great, great artists, um, just because of the amount of people that live in New York. And um, you can really be whoever you want to be. I feel there's no judgment in New York. That is the way that it is. Yeah. You've said it before. People can be eccentric. It's just... You can be who you want to be, not feel judged because there's somebody right down the road that's that has just as same, crazy yep. as you are. It, that's exactly right. I've never been there, uh, but you and I are going to be heading with our significant others uh, in spring of 2017 uh, to check it out. So I'm definitely excited for that. I think it's going to give me a whole no different doubt. kind of uh, understanding and respect for the city, the music, and of the artists that, that also will. called that home. So again, congrats, Brandon and Julie, Thank on you. your wedding. We do Hope appreciate. You guys have a uh, very happy and love-filled life together. And I did tell Julie that uh, as a wedding gift to her from Spending Thoughts Podcast, uh, we would announce that one of her favorite '90s bands, Third Eye Blind, <laughs> does have a new album 
uh, coming out. So she did want me to shout that out. So that one's for you, Julie. And I said this to you, Jules, uh, in person the other day. We'd love for you to come on the podcast and give your review of this album. Absolutely. So uh, hopefully you take us up on that offer. Now, I mentioned that the name of episode two is Protest Podcast, and we're naming that after Green Day's brand new album, Revolution Radio. I've been super stoked for this album to be released. I've listened to every single more times than you could even imagine. Mm -hmm. And as of this past Friday, the 7th, it finally hit the streets. Brandon, what are your thoughts on this album, man? I know you've loved Green Day for a long time. Me personally, it's been more of an acquired taste. But what are your thoughts on the album? I think it's incredible. Uh, We're going to be talking about the mainstream rock charts here uh, in just a moment. But uh, spoiler alert, their single Bang Bang is the number one mainstream rock song right now on Billboard charts. Uh, The whole album is incredible. The feel's incredible. The message, the lyrics, everything from the musicality. The drums are excellent. It's punchy. It's rock. It's catchy. Uh, great harmonies, melodies. I think that ever since they added um, yeah. that guitar player, it allows them to... They have a whole new dimension. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dimension's the word I'm looking for. That Billy they, Joe Armstrong did an interview with Sirius XM Radio not too long ago, and he was asked, how do you come up with your writing process, the songs, the lyrics, the meaning? And Billy Joe Armstrong was saying that Bang Bang, one of the first singles from the album was one of the first songs that they actually wrote and it was inspired by a mass shooting Mm -hmm. out in California. And you know, what's crazy is, is that these shootings have just become so popular that sounds weird to say that they're popular. Um, I know they they just have, I think we've just become desensitized in a a way we, um, it no longer is, completely shocking when something like that happens it's like oh another one okay but what green day is trying to provide in this album is basically to to open up your eyes to think to what's going on mm-hmm. and it's sad what's happening in this country in this album by green day revolution radio is really trying to hone in on the direction that this country's going mm-hmm the violence that exists, guns in particular, the corruption and politics, the madness of a man, Donald Trump, being this close to maybe being elected into the highest office of our country. This album touches scary, on, huh? It touches on relevant topical themes. And as we mentioned in episode one, music with a purpose, this album has a purpose. And I was telling you this yesterday, Brandon. Either Billy Joe Armstrong is sleepwalking or that man got woke up because it's no longer September. It's October. That album came out, and it's badass. It is badass. It's incredible. If you haven't listened to it yet, if you've only heard one, two of the singles, listen to the full album. You will not regret it. Full album's amazing. My favorite song is Somewhere Now, which is the opening track. I think it's one of the best opening tracks I've heard. Of any album you're saying? It is amazing. Brandon, what's your favorite song on the album before we move on? Uh, My favorite song is that first single that I ever heard, Bang Bang, and I think that is partially why. I've listened to the album uh, two or three times all the way through, and maybe that opinion will change uh, as I continue to listen to the album. But as of right now, 
Uh, Bang Bang is my favorite track on that album. It's an intri- intricate album. You know, I've listened to it 10, 12 times, and mm-hmm. I'm still finding different things in it. And again, as you mentioned, them adding in the additional guitarist has really opened up kind of like the playbook for them to to do more. They've been around for 30 years. Can you believe it? 30 years? They look like the same as they did in the 90s. Well, I was reading uh, an article that kind of pointed that out, that pop punk fans, uh, this has been a fantastic year, not only because Green Day has yep. released a, a chart-topping album, but Blink-182 has released a chart-topping album. Which is um, also great. They've been around for the same amount of time. Yep, which is mind-blowing to me. Music is definitely, it's a pendulum, and I think it's coming back. The the rock, you're going to always have, you know, the technic, technic, uh, the technical-driven sounds in music, mm-hmm. you know, with all the different synths and things like that. But Green Day, Blink-182, and a lot of other artists right now, they're really sticking to the roots and really just punching you in the face with some rock and roll. Exactly. Rock is not completely dead. People's been saying that for a long time. It's well, not the case. Zombie themed things are very popular, especially in October around the no Halloween doubt. time frame. So, uh, if anything, rock and roll is uh, walking dead right now. <laughs> so, we also got another artist that we wanted to mention here who's making a stand with politics. Yep. And doing his best to really voice his opinion and to help people understand the absurdity that really exists right now in politics. Jack White. He's got uh, a pretty cool T-shirt that he just put uh, put out for for fans. What, what's that all about? Um, well, obviously, you know this, Ange, and now all the listeners are going to know. I'm a huge, huge fan of Jack White. He's uh, one of the best of our time. He really is, and I brought it up last week or, or two weeks ago in our last episode um, as my side B choice was Jack White's um, <clears throat> acoustic recording album. Now, I like the White Stripes, but I particularly like Jack White's solo records that he's put out so far. I thought Blunderbuss was fantastic. I thought Lazaretto was fantastic. Um, and the acoustic recording album is also fantastic, where he's taking songs uh, from all of his past work and, and doing them acoustic. So we're talking White Stripes all the way through his uh, solo albums um, <clears throat> being done acoustic. Now, uh, he, Mr. White... Uh, doesn't have good sentiments for uh, the Donald. And not a lot of musicians do. No, they don't. They, they right. tend to lean left. They tend to be Democrat. They believe in human rights, you know, something that, why wouldn't you? But uh, so he has this empire of music, a record label. He push art, pushes out great artists, and they release this T-shirt, uh, called what? Icky Trump? Icky Trump, yeah. And on the back of it, it has lyrics from the actual song of theirs. From Icky Thump, correct. Right. So what are those? Uh, those lyrics... They're very relevant and fitting, They surprisingly. are, yeah, which is weird, um, but it, it does fit kind of Trump's belief. And those words are... White Americans what? Nothing better to do. Why don't you kick yourself out? You're an immigrant, too. Um... Who's using who? What should we do? Well, you can't be a pimp and a prostitute, too. Um, so these shirts actually are... Uh, Icky Thump came out in 2007, and this is... What are we talking here? Nine years later, and those uh, those lyrics are relevant to Trump's stance on, on immigration and things like that. So There surely was some foreshadowing, it seems, in those lyrics, and in a lot of lyrics. 
you know, music, politics, culture, they're, they're sometimes very symbiotic. Uh, they revolve around one another. And that's why in this podcast, we really want to bring in topical conversations about politics because a lot of it's influenced by one another. It is. And I think that it's great that artists are, are getting out there and, and speaking what's on their mind. They have the ability, they have the platform to do so. It goes back to what Colin Kaepernick is and was doing with not standing for the national anthem. And whether you believe in him or you don't, it's a right of his It is absolutely. to do it. And he, he has the platform to do it, to, to reach millions of people I think it's better. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Than to not to just sit there and not act to not do anything. Could he if approach it differently? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But I have a lot of respect for the White Stripes, Jack White, Green Day, Colin Kaepernick, anybody who speaks their mind, voices their opinion, and uses an available platform that not a lot of people may have access to. Well, I have mixed feelings on it because I obviously feel like he does have the right. That's clear. But like I mentioned last episode, I, I think he's kind of douchey about it. Like you said, there's a, a a better way probably that he could express his feelings about it rather than kind of showing disrespect. So when did when did this happen, though? He did this. First of all, supposedly he, for years now, he's been he has kneeled before or sat at first, I guess, before the media ever caught him. Right. But. He's creating conversation. So Of course he is. I think that it's something that more people, not necessarily sitting for the national anthem, me personally, I would stand. But I think that musicians, artists, athletes, you have the focus of young America and old. Watching you. Use the platform you. that you've been given to do good. And and to, to do good or to, to shed light on things that are happening in this country. He's doing that. There's no, you know, there's no doubt about that. But like I said, I, does it make me think he's a douche? Kind of. But it is what it is. So we've decided, in episode one, we were looking at the top 20 uh, artists and songs. Of the Hot 100 chart. We're not doing that anymore. Nope. Let's just it. be honest. Brandon and I don't like that kind of music. I think that it. I don't even know any songs on the chart. It's not worth talking about. I don't think we have respect for for all, all artists, but if it's something we don't know, we just don't doesn't know. resonate. Yeah. So we're gonna bail on doing that. But we're gonna stick to what we know and what we love, and that's some good old rock and roll and mainstream rock alternative style themes. So we're gonna be looking at the top twenty mainstream rock songs for the week of October the fifteenth. So number one. Yeah, we'd already talked about it. Bang Bang uh, by Green Day. Well deserving of that number one spot. Uh, and number two um, is The Pretty Reckless, which is a, a band that has a female singer. I think they're fantastic. I have always struggled with female singers. Yeah, and, and look, this isn't a sexist thing whatsoever. I love women artists. I love women in general. I, just me personally, it's hard for me to connect to a female vocalist of a I, rock band yeah i don't know why but i do really love some one of my favorite artists ever was karen, karen carpenter, carpenter yeah. yeah um so it's it's tough for me i haven't listened to this particular song or artist but i will definitely check it out there's some other really great um leading front women in in bands these days and, and from the past 
I know one of your favorite bands of all time is Metallica. They're sitting nice and pretty at three with their new single, Hardwired. Oh, it's mind-blowing, too, because Metallica is finally releasing an album that you can throw on and you wouldn't know that you're not listening to Metallica from the Seriously. 1980s. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, it, the drums are fast, the guitar is fast and intricate, and the vocals are, are great. Um, Should please we be check concerned about talking about Metallica without gaining their permission right now i feel like they get a little weird well, lars and me have each other's cell phone oh, okay so i shot him a text uh before and let him know that we would be he's talking good with about it then it. yeah yeah he's okay. fine well we don't want to get he's only trouble. charging us 15 grand so okay that's a good deal yeah yeah uh the last song and artist i want to talk about prophets uh, of rage we could talk about them look that wasn't what i was thinking but let's talk okay. you want to talk about that i love uh well number one tom morello yeah i really love uh, he's always been an activist. You you talk about music with a purpose. Uh, this <laughs> yeah, is a that's guy a band. who yeah. didn't just start making music with a purpose. Uh, he has always made music with a purpose. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine and Prophets of Rage now. One of the most vocal and aggressive. Well, all those guys that, that are doing vocals for Prophets of Rage. Um, they all come from musical backgrounds that, that have that well, same. Well, Chuck D from yeah. Public Enemy. Uh, Be Real. From Cypress Hill. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've are they all been speaking music with a purpose for a long, long time. So they're coming together. Uh, their kind of mantra is dangerous times call for dangerous music. Yeah. And, and that's definitely the vibe you get from. That's what they're from, trying to do. Yeah. And they're on tour right now. They're they're uh, putting on some good shows from what I'm seeing. They started that tour in Cleveland at the yeah. Republican National Convention doing pop-up shows. All over the city. Doesn't uh, get any more week. aggressive than that, huh? No, it's fantastic. At number 18 on the top 20 here of the mainstream rock is a band that Brandon and I uh, have had some sort of, uh, I guess you could say, connection, affiliation with for some time. Yep. Their story's interesting. I'll let Brandon kind of elaborate because he has a little bit more of a connection to them. Talk about Red Sun Rising. Their song is Amnesia. It was uh, 22 on the charts last week. It's up to 18 right yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm blown away at how successful Red Sun Rising has been. Uh, They've been working their ass off. They really have since I've even first met any of them back in 2007. Um, Angelo and I both attended Kent State University where we were involved in the music scene there. Uh, so was Red Sun Rising. They attended Kent at the same time. I think every big public school has like that band like mm -hmm. every i guess it probably goes in cycles like maybe every like four to like eight years depending on they get another band like that a band that is like the staple of that university for that time frame red sun rising was that mm -hmm. from like 2005 through 2010 12 maybe that's yeah. when they really started blowing up but you even knew their manager during their Kent State years, Kevin Grace, you yeah. went to high school with them. Yep, and middle school. We played football together uh, since we were eight years old. Uh, so Kevin was a good friend of mine. These these guys just, they encapsulate the kind of work ethic that that bands should have it's these mind days. It's mind-blowing what they can do. They, they tour all the time. They'll play a different show every night. In any show. They um, don't care who's there, one person or a thousand. They, they put they put the work in. They have paid their dues. They're like the Black Keys. Mm -hmm. they, they Pittsburgh and Cleveland. You and I, you know, we have our differences in sports affiliation. But yeah. other than that, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they're the same damn city. Yep, incredibly close. And I love Red Sun Rising just because they portray that badass, hardworking ethic, and it's paid off for them, just like it did for the Black Keys and other great artists 
Yeah. In that area. Yeah. Fantastic. Check out Red Sun Rising. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. They've really been uh, popular here. For they the went last on tour year. with Pop Evil uh, earlier this year. And I, I mean, I think they're still on tour with Pop Evil, to be honest with you. Um, and weirdly enough, Pop Evil song, uh, Take It All, is at number 15 of the chart right so now. So they're, they're kind of competing against one another. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite segments that we do uh, with the Spinning Thoughts podcast is the weekly spin. So for any new listeners, the weekly spin, Brandon and I, leading into the recording of the podcast, we talk about artists that we're listening to, that we're into, and then we share a song of theirs in its entirety on the podcast. So for episode two, the weekly spin is going to be Put Your Hands Up by The Struts. Before we play it, Brandon, mm-hmm. I know you and I absolutely love these dudes. They rock. No doubt they what, do. What are your thoughts on this particular song and just the band in general? Uh, the, the band in general, um, what first drew me to the band is the voice of Luke Spiller. Um, so it's very, wild. It's just so wildly good. The very intriguing intense. voice. So look the dude up, and he has all the pieces uh, of of rock star. I mean, he, the way he dresses, the way he sounds, uh, the way he presents himself on stage, he's he's excellent. Um, so the first yeah. song that I ever heard um, was not "Kiss This," but uh, the single that came out before that um, could have been me. Yep, should have been. Could have been? been me. Yeah, that was the uh, the first one I heard. Blew my mind. That's the one that really propelled them into, mm-hmm. you know, the spotlight. Superstardom, yeah. But they had this album that just came out in 2016, Everybody Wants, which is a glorious album. But not only are they touring, not only did they release an album in 2016, but they already have a new single. And that's the song that we're going to be playing here yeah. for you right now. It is Put Your Hands Up by The Struts.
And that was Put Your Hands Up by The Struts. Uh, hope you guys dig it as much as we do. Um, so next we're going to... baseline in that, by the way, in oh, the verses. Oh, it's incredible, yeah. Especially so the verses. So funky. Really, really cool. I really mm-hmm. dig it. And what we're going to do now is move into our Pittsburgh Talk segment. Uh, what do we have lined up for that one, Angela? So we're in the infancy, infancy of this podcast. So just to remind you, the Pittsburgh Talk segment is where we look at our local music scene here in Pittsburgh, support a local artist. It's so important. So Brandon and I are in a band called The Even Three. If you ever wanted to check us out, theeven3.com, you spell out the three, T-H-R-E-E. Back in July, we played a battle of the bands in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. We ended up getting second place, which, hey, I'm cool with second. I'm cool with third. I was cool just to play the show. Yeah, it was fun. But the band that won, incredible. They're in high school. Yeah, a group of high schoolers. They're called Vacancy. Not The Vacancy. The Vacancy actually was a Pittsburgh band from about 10, 15 years ago. They were on Anti-Flags record labels. These yeah. these kids, I mean, they're under 18. They're called Vacancy. They're out in Greensburg. And you're able to check them out at vacancyband.com if you want to uh, check out what Vacancy's got going on. So these dudes seriously rock. They do, they a, do. Lot of, a lot of covers. Now... The kind of covers they do, that's right down our alley. Oh, well, they came out at, at this Battle of the Bands and uh, opened with War Pigs by Sabbath. And I mean, rocked the house. It was, you got it high was school killer. kids opening up with War Pigs. I mean, how badass does it get? Seriously, it, it was awesome. Now, these dudes, they're, they're for being local, I mean, they're starting to blow up a little bit. Keep yeah. in mind, they're not even legal to vote. They're playing, you know what I mean? Like, they're not even of age to vote. They're playing all these shows. They're winning Battle of the Bands. They're playing songs that, for a veteran artist, would be difficult to play. Yeah. To sing, to perform with energy on stage. So, they've been doing a lot. They've got a show coming up. They got two shows on the same day, on uh, the 22nd of October. Wow. So, the Hard Rock show, it says, got canceled for them, uh, according to their website. That was... That's in the past. That was oh, October is it? 4th. Oh, okay, so, so that's, that doesn't October mean 22nd, they got a show at 7 p.m. That's at Black Forge Coffee House, uh, Arlington Avenue here in Pittsburgh. And then uh, 10 p.m., they're playing at the RBG. Yeah. Uh, in Indiana, in Indiana now, yeah. man, they're going to be – that's not close to one they're another. They're literally going to play this show at 7, Yeah. get off at 745, and immediately go. I mean – They'll be walking in the door about 9 o'clock, yep. 9, 9.15. Yep. So check out Vacancy. Really, really good. They play festivals, clubs, private parties, all kinds of different stuff. You can see them at vacancyband.com and link up with all their social media. These kids, uh, you may hear them uh, from somebody other than this podcast on a more broad national spectrum here in the next couple of years. I wouldn't be surprised. Seriously, check them out. So side A and side side B as... Other vinyl junkies would know every album has a side A and a side B. It just so happens that my name is Angelo and Brandon's is Brandon, and that's an A and a B. So we thought it was pretty clever. (laughs) During the side A and B segments, Brandon and I just kind of more on a solo level talk about an artist, an album that we've listened to, want to listen to, or intrigued by, things like that. So for side A, I would like to talk about group love. And their brand new album of 2016 called Big Mess. Group Love is 
one of those bands right now that are really kind of paving the way to some new music, new genres. It really is new. New it's, styles. It's very unique and distinctive. Because they bring in like that really catchy melodies. There's a, a male vocalist and a female vocalist. They're actually dating one another. Next week, we're going to talk about another band that's similar like that. We won't tell you who they are right now, but uh, they're very, very similar. Great harmonies, great melodies, catchy hooks. They bring in some of the synth sounds to give you a little bit more of that like bumpy, kind of like head naughty, dancey, vibey feel. But their music also reminds me of the the happy, bubbly feeling of the 60s, it too. It really does. It's, 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 and they uh, kind of look like hippies. I don't know how... I mean, it, I, it's not something that, that you can even plan. It's just an organic... It's just who they are. It's an organic feel that comes when this group of people particularly get together and, and, and use their talents as one thing. It's Like I said, it's innate. It's not something that they plan to do. It's an organic feel that, that you get from them. It's awesome. So they were formed in 2009 by Hannah Hooper, and that's the vocalist and keyboardist, and Christian Zaccone, who's the vocalist and guitarist. They also have Sean Gadd on bass and Andrew Wesson on guitar and vocals and Ryan Rabin on drums. I went to a concert of theirs at Stage AE in Pittsburgh a year or two ago. They blew my mind. Truly blew my mind. It was one of the most electric, energetic concerts I've ever been to, and I've been to a ton of concerts. They were promoting their album, Spreading Rumors, which I purchased their vinyl at the concerts, an all-white vinyl. They've got one of their most popular songs from that album was called Shark Attack. Fantastic album. Now they have a new one out that just came out in 2016 and it is not disappointing whatsoever. They, the music they, that they create doesn't get old. I don't think that they need to try to reinvent themselves or, or do something different and disappoint. It sounds like their other music, but it sounds more, more progressive, not progressive as in the genre, but they are progressing talent wise, maturity wise. Gotcha. And, and they're sticking to the really poppy vibes that they give out. They're, I haven't heard anything from the new album. You have not? No. Do you love it? It's really fantastic. I Compared to the first. I'd say it honestly is just one step ahead of it. You think it is ahead? Good. If, if those albums, Spreading Rumors and Big Mess, flip-flopped and uh, Big Mess came out first and then Spreading Rumors, I would probably say the same thing. They... They're both, it's like an extension from one to the next. Yeah. It almost feels like okay. it's it's a second album to Spreading Rumors. Yeah, I gotcha. Very, very great artists in this group. I'm sure you've heard of them. They've blown up for a little bit. They kind of fell off. But I think with this new album, they're going to be hitting the scene again here pretty soon. Yeah. What do you got for Side B, Brandon? Uh, I have pulled uh, for Side B an album that was released uh, this year. Uh, by one of my favorite artists, Iggy Pop. Uh, the album is called Post-Pop Depression. Uh, now, there are a couple of things, a couple of points of note, I guess you would say, uh, for this album. Number one is that this album was produced and uh, guitar was played on this album by Josh Homme. Um, and we all know Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, from them Crooked Vultures. Right, and anytime he puts his hands on something, man, it's He's gold. another one of those Jack White-type fellas for me where he is uh, far ahead of everyone else who's trying to do what he's doing uh, in, in this period of time. He's, and I know he's affiliated with David Grohl because of them Crooked Vultures, but they yep. remind me of one another, too. Mm -hmm. They 
help other artists record. They're, That's what they do. They ins- love it yeah. so much that they're involved in every aspect: the writing, the recording, the producing, the you know. And the fact of- that that Josh is producing an album for one of the most iconic, most he is just a character, Iggy. I mean, there's no doubt. Which uh, leads me to another point. Um, that there is a documentary called Gimme Danger. Okay. Uh, it's going to be released October 28th of this year. Um, it is a documentary chronicling uh, the rise of the Stooges and what they call the creation of punk. Uh, so this is, is something I'm very excited for. We'll definitely look into that and check it out once it, it releases. It hits theaters, and, and... actually, uh, on October 28th. So I will I wonder be where they're going to be showing that at. I don't. I feel like know. those awesome like documentaries and such never come around where I am. I'm going to find out if it's being played around here, and if it is, I'll be there. And and we would encourage anybody from the Pittsburgh area to join us at that viewing. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know. Uh, that's on the 28th, so you'll hear more about it uh, in episode three and episode four uh, before that happens. Iggy did a interview with Rolling Stone not too long ago, where he was asked why he doesn't wear a shirt when he performs. I was telling you about this a little Mm -hmm. bit, Brandon. Uh, Basically, when he was a kid, he was really into history, especially Egyptian history. In all the pictures, hieroglyphics, right? That's correct. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, On the tombs of pharaohs, they never wore shirts. And... Iggy was just really enthralled by that. It, there was like a sense of like power or godlike with being shirtless. Yeah, and so that's what he started doing. He he started not wearing a shirt, and and now it's just gotten to the point where he he says he, he just doesn't feel comfortable wearing one on on stage for, yeah. for doing it as long as he has. He is definitely a character. There's no doubt. He is a pioneer of rock, of punk, of so many genres of music. Really, just like Lou Reed. Yeah, really great album. And as Brandon said, produced by Josh Homme. Uh, good listen, for short. Well, another uh, point of interest here on this album um, is that it also features Arctic Monkeys drummer Matt Helders um, oh, okay. playing drums. I never on listened to them too, too much. The Arctic Monkeys, no. they got big. I mean, they're very yeah, big. Yeah, I, I know of them. And that one song, um, the hell's the name of that, that was, I mean, overplayed to the, the, the max... And for those of you, you can't see Brandon and I here as we're recording. That wasn't the song. That was actually Brandon. I know it sounded very, very. Yeah, that was actually Brandon. Exact. (laughs) So definitely check out the Iggy Pop album. It's fantastic. Post Pop Depression. Check it out. Group Loves Big Mess. And keep your eyes peeled for Give Me Danger uh, coming to theaters again October 28th. Uh, This should be a fantastic documentary. Before we sign off with episode two protest podcast here for the Spinning Thoughts podcast, I just wanted to kind of talk, Brandon, to you real quick about um, some of the recent rumblings from the Donald Trump camp. Okay. So I guess in 2005, Donald Trump had a microphone on him. It was what they call a hot mic. It was on. He didn't know it. I was going to say, why would he keep it on? That, That wouldn't make any sense. Well, it was on him. I guess they were preparing for an interview, and he didn't realize it was actually on a recording. And I'm sure everyone who's listening right oh, now. Oh, he's so smart, Donald Trump is. Everyone knows, I'm sure has heard this. If you haven't heard it, you need to educate yourself because this man is just continuing to prove two things. 
One, he's not fit to be the president of the United States. Well, that was clear from the beginning. Two, he's proving that a large majority of people in this country don't give a shit. That they still support him. Yep, it's wild. He's talking about women and... In the the most vulgar of ways, I mean... Having sex with them when they're married, kissing them, that they just want to kiss him because he's a celebrity. That he can do whatever he wants with women. He can grab them by... The... Wild. I can't believe that he... uh. Look, on November 8th, we've got the election coming up. And all I can say is I really feel that this country could go in one of th- I don't think Hillary's going to do anything amazing. Uh, I really don't. That she but is I'll tell you what I don't think she's going to do. Ruin? Destroy this country. Yeah. I fear for terror attacks on our country if Trump wins. I fear for the economy. I fear for the well-being of diverse populations. It's kind of scary. It really is scary. What's scary is, like you said, the, the, the point of this whole thing is even after all of this controversy and, and, and all this evidence of, of Donald's true character, he's still insanely popular. That's, that's what's my point about He has musicians and artists that are speaking out against him. Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, Obviously all the Jack artists like White, Jack like White. Like yeah. Bono. Yeah, all of them. We, you have these people that, in Americans, we love to idolize people. We love to base our opinions off of the opinions of those who are popular in, in, in music. Which has never and, made sense to me. Right. But. but you have all of these people talking about Trump in such a negative way. Then you have Trump, who's actually talking about everyone but white males in a negative way. And yet this man very well still could win the the highest office of our country. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? It is. I think uh, everyone should educate themselves not only on the music and artists that we've talked about here today, but educate yourself on some politics, on the actual policies between Clinton and Trump. So that come November 8th, you're making the right decision for you that that portrays your values, your morals, those of what your kids, if you have them or if you were to ever have kids, you would want them to encompass. It's crucial that everyone understands how important this election is coming up here on November 8th. What do you got, Brandon? Anything before we sign off here? Oh, man. Um, no, man. I just... Like you said, stay educated, man. That's that's what it's all about. Just keep your ears peeled. So pay attention. I just want to say thank you to all the listeners. We've been doing this now. This is only our second episode, and we're going to be on our recurring weekly schedule moving forward here now that Brandon tied the knot. Hopefully I can still get him to come over here now that everything changes when someone gets married. You know, Maybe Julie won't, Completely different. won't let him come over. But uh, I want to thank everybody for the support so far, following us on social media. We really want to hear from you. Email us. Send us yeah, a tweet. Please, please. Send us a Facebook post. Share our page. Like our page. Become you, involved. Our Twitter is at SpinThoughtsPod. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash SpinningThoughtsPodcast. We're also on Instagram at SpinningThoughtsPodcast. And you can email us at spinningthoughtspodcast at outlook.com. And again, our website, 
uh, is, is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. We have all of our all the topics and content that we talk about in the podcast we put up there, our reviews of albums. So everything we talked about today, the Group Love album, the Iggy Pop album, Green Day's album, all of these we will have written reviews for that you can read, comment, share on your social media. We really want to hear from you all. And we also share on all of our social media things that we don't necessarily talk about on the podcast. So uh, there's always new content coming out for you. So uh, go ahead, like our Facebook, uh, check out our Twitter, visit our website uh, for all sorts of content, whether it be on or off air. So until next time, this is Angelo Gargaro. And this is Brandon here at Spinning Thoughts Podcast. We will talk to you all next week. Be safe, have fun, and go Steelers. No way. Steelers. Nope. This is the Protest Podcast. Peace out.